and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast, After Dark. This is Shelby Shear, your host, with my co-host, the hardworking Jason Shear. It's still dark, technically. It is it's actually... The it's the earliest or the latest. post-midnight as we do this podcast after a late-night game. Grind. Grind o'clock. Um, it's, I was going to say, what time is it, Jason? Grind o'clock. Grind o'clock. I came up with a new Pac-12 motto. What is it? Bear down, wake up. Ooh, I like that. Thank you. Okay, we'll do that one. Sweet. All right. Well, let's get right to it. Arizona defeated Colorado 76-55 on Thursday night after leading by four points at halftime. What was the difference between the first and second half? At, at halftime, being the future, I don't know, what, what's a good word for it? When you see the future. Future seer. Like when you're a seer or <laughs> the, you're prescient? The, the Nostradamus of Arizona Ooh, I basketball. Like that. Um, I, I said that I thought the game would still be a blowout because really in the first half it was more of what Arizona did wrong than what Colorado did right. Like Arizona just, um, even though they shot 44%, um, it could have been better, turned the ball over. The biggest thing to me was they were getting out-rebounded by Colorado. And in the preview I mentioned that Colorado wasn't a good rebounding team and they were kind of just keeping Colorado in the, in the game. And in the second half, um, everything kind of switched. Um, you know, the, the rebounding was 27-12 to 12 in favor of Arizona in the second half. The Wildcats shot 56% in the second half compared to 36% for Colorado. Uh, K.J. Simpson, um, shout out to K.J. Simpson. It was actually, he's a great kid. Um, I know he's not on Arizona, but he was committed to Arizona at one time, as you all know. 14 points in the first half on 4 of 7 shooting. Didn't turn the ball over. Second half, only got four shots up, made one of them. Um, was a complete non-factor in, in, in the second half. And uh, it really, it just came down to Arizona imposing its will, being the better team, defending a little better, getting some cleaner defense on K.J. Simpson. And once that happened, um, there was really nothing that, that Colorado could do. If you had to pick one, what individual matchup made the difference tonight? I'm not going to pick one. I'm going to pick two. No, the question was for one, sir. You need well, to stick to the hey, question. When you're recording a podcast <laughs> at 1230 in the morning, you uh you Okay, do improvising will right. be allowed. Well, um, two of them. In my uh, breakdown, I said that Tubelis and, and Walker were even because um, I'm actually a, a fan of Jabari Walker. Walker Jabari, Barber. Jabari Walker, I think he plays well generally. Um, Tubelis ate his lunch today. Okay, Tubelis finished with 14 points, eight rebounds. Uh, only turned the ball over twice, two blocks, two steals. Walker, two for seven, four points, five rebounds, four turnovers, four fouls. He only played 21 minutes. Um, Tubelis only played 23 minutes, but uh, just a complete butt-kicking in that matchup. And I, and I thought that Colorado, to have any chance, um, had to play even in that matchup. The other one was uh, was Christian Coloco. You know, Evan Batty is 260 pounds. He's, you know, he's a large man. He's a big guy. Uh 260-pound dude shouldn't be shooting six threes. And what that tells me is that he could not get any position inside on Christian Coloco and wound up just shooting threes. Uh, three for ten from the field with, you know, one of six from three, seven rebounds. Christian Coloco, seven points, nine rebounds, a couple blocks, a steal. Just Batty was a complete non-factor. And for Colorado to win, they obviously need their two best players playing well. Batty had five points in the second half. Walker had four. 
you can't get nine points in the second half from your best players. And the, really the only reason the game was close in the first half wasn't because of them. is because of Walker. I'm sorry, because of Simpson. Because Batty had four points in the first half on one of five. And Walker didn't score with three turnovers. And so those when you take a look at individual matchups, in order to win games, generally speaking, your best players have to play well. Colorado's two best players combined for 13 points on five of 17 shooting with six turnovers. They had more turnovers than field goals made. Uh, one of eight from three. Not not going to win you any ballgames. No. And it, it doesn't matter how good Arizona is, but it's especially magnified by the fact that Arizona is good. And you're just asking guys in Colorado that aren't very good basketball players um, to make up lost ground, basically, when your best players aren't playing well. And so those individual matchups, Arizona getting the better of both those matchups, uh, that was kind of ball game for, for Colorado. And it probably didn't help Colorado a lot that Arizona's bench scored 31 points tonight. What was the key there, and how important is that moving forward? Yeah, Arizona's bench had more points than Colorado starters. So That's a good bench. Yeah, that's uh, and, and it came, comes a game after which the bench didn't really do much. Um, after the game, Tommy Lloyd said he challenged Justin Kyer to kind of step up. And, and Kyer um, goes out and scores 14 points in 15 minutes. Kyer has a, a wildly slow release from three, but he gets finds a way to get the shot off and, and they go in, generally speaking. Um, if, you know, I, you can't expect Kyer to score 14 points a game, but if he can come off the bench, not turn the ball over, give Arizona, you know, six to ten points, they'll be better off for it. Pella Larson... Um, look, I don't want to take credit, but the two games that he's had after talking to the media are the two best games of the year. After he talked to Sacramento State, or before Sacramento State, he talked to the media, 17 points. Talked to the media this week, 12 points, 5 rebounds, uh, great defensively. Um, you know, you get 26 points from those guys, throwing 5 uh, by my guy, Umar, and and you're in business. And, and so uh, if Pella and, and Kyer can play well and you get, you know, good minutes from Balo, all of a sudden Arizona gets really, really difficult to beat. And Tommy Lloyd said after the game that he views Arizona as having seven starters. And there's games where the bench hasn't played well. But if Arizona's bench is scoring 31 and the starters are generally playing well, um, Arizona becomes even more difficult to beat. And so Justin Kyer, you know, there are questions about whether or not he could be the backup point guard. Look, he plays like this. He's he's more than a backup point guard. He's starter material. But again, you don't really expect him or Pella to do this every game. But the games that they do do it in, uh, Arizona becomes even more difficult to beat. Well, I'd venture to say I'd, I'd like them to do this every game. So, wow, you know, challenge challenge put out there. Wow. I'm just saying, like, do it, and we're going to win, and then we're going to go to the tournament. You Yay. Asked, you asked pretty nicely. I did ask nicely. I have manners. Well, any other impressions of the game? It's this very, very late podcast we have going on. Yeah, so generally, you know, college basketball is a guards game. Um, Keyshawn Bartholomew, two points. Uh, Eli Parquet, four points. And, and yeah, KJ Simpson played well, but it's off the bench. I mean, the, the starting guards for Colorado did nothing. Uh, combined to shoot three of 12, didn't take care of the ball very well. Um, you know, Colorado doesn't turn the ball over very much. It doesn't force turnovers. Arizona's turnovers were mostly on Arizona, but Colorado had 14 turnovers. Um, Kirk Risa only scored two points, and that's what a lot of people will see. But he had 10 assists, and honestly, he could have had more. Um, guys kind of missed a few jumpers. Dale and Terry, another Dale and Terry game. Nine points, six rebounds, three assists. Um, it, it, it's just, you know, you kind of look at Arizona overall 
And when they're rebounding and able to get into transition, 22 fast point, uh, fast break points tonight, blocking shots, 20 assists on 29 buckets. When that offense starts to roll like it did in the second half, they were 17 of 30 in the second half, and six of those misses were from three. Um, and so you kinda, you're kind of you okay with 16 turnovers. It's probably too much. But that's going to happen at the pace that Arizona plays. And Colorado got seven more shots and still only scored 55 points. Um, took the same amount of threes as Arizona, made three less. And Arizona was 11 of 19 from the line, which is bad. It, it could have for Arizona, right? I mean, be disastrous against UCLA or USC or somebody. Right. Better. So 58% at the line for Arizona. This game actually could have been worse, but you know, and we got to keep in mind this is like the first game in 22 days, like or the second or whatever it is. And so starting slow, and I know people were pissed at the first half. And Tommy Lloyd said after the game he doesn't want to blame time off or slow starts, but that's kind of what happened, and it was pretty obvious. And once Arizona got its legs in the second half. Um, there was nothing Colorado could do. And you take a look at the Pac-12 right now. Um, I know you were watching some TV tonight and hanging out with friends, but UCLA lost. I did get that uh, alert. Oregon um, tried to actually literally hand the game to UCLA. Um, and UCLA lost. USC did not look well um, until the last few minutes. And, you know, all of a sudden Oregon versus USC is a big game. And you take a look at USC – and if they lose to Oregon, they might be out of it already. And, you know, two losses, and you're assuming they're not running the table. So these are big games. Arizona has another one against Utah on Saturday. But Arizona's got to feel pretty happy with where it's at. And, and there's something to be said for blowing teams out. Colorado isn't an awful team. It's really not. And Arizona blew them out. And Arizona's going to look to do the same against Utah on Saturday. And, um, you know, it, it's – it's the, the teams now it's a matter of actually playing multiple games in a week. And I know that sounds silly, but it's, you can't play one game every three weeks. It's just not, not a way to get a consistent rhythm. So hopefully there's a game on Saturday. There should be. Um, there and, will be. Yeah. Right. Right. You heard right. it here I think first. Tip off is at 1145 at night. Oh my I'm not, gosh. No, I think it's, at six. <laughs> it's actually in 20 minutes. Okay. Um, also I need to do something. Okay. I messed up last podcast. What did you do? My good buddy Blake Keithley texted <gasps> me. Blake. And I guess I, I put down Bakersfield when discussing Colorado's opponents, and I said Bakersfield is bad. And he texted me very angrily, and I said that I would correct that. I'm a big Bakersfield Roadrunners fan. Okay. Okay, so I want to apologize to everybody in Bakersfield. Um, so I just wanted to shout out Blake and apologize right here with the millions of listeners. Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm sorry for dissing Bakersfield. It will... Never happen again. Thank you for keeping him honest, Blake. We appreciate your service, sir. Yeah, that's usually what Twitter's for. People yell at me. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to get on my high horse a little bit. Okay, let's do it. Soapbox. I got annihilated by UCLA fans. A Correct. couple podcasts, if you remember. Because I said that if I was a coach, I would be negative recruiting the LA schools based on the fact that no fans are allowed. Right. No fans were allowed at UCLA tonight. You could hear the ball bouncing every time. UCLA lost. Why don't you go ahead and go to those UCLA Twitter message boards and see how pissed they are that no fans are being allowed in the game. You turn on the Arizona game, and even though the crowd um, wasn't, you know, typical McHale, the uh, upper deck was pretty empty, but it's loud. the students were loud. And you compare that game, you compare what you saw in Gonzaga, BYU, you compare other, you know, games, and you turn on USC and there's nobody there, and UCLA and there's nobody there, do not tell me 
that doesn't make a difference with recruiting. So for all those UCLA fans that jumped on me and threatened my family, oh, no, did they? Kidding. No, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's hardcore. Yeah, that just took a turn. I would love to see a UCLA UCLA fans. I want me. fans to be at games. I think that was misconstrued a little bit. I actually had one USC fan apologize and say you were right. Um, I want fans to be at games. I think it makes college basketball much more f- fun. But you are nuts if you don't think Kylan Boswell and Mookie Cook were in the game at the game tonight. Two five-star guards. Huge. They're not going to Pauley Pavilion. No, they're, they're at McHale. They're at McHale with fans, etc. It makes a difference. Trust me when I say that. So, People like spectacle. Can you imagine being like a 17-year-old and going to McHale and like, you know, living that dream and like a, hearing that crowd? I have a great idea, though. What? If there's no fans, and I said that I, I've told you this before, but I kind of ran it by a few people tonight. If there's no fans when Arizona plays UCLA, I'm going to go and just scream Wildcat Authority on the top of my lungs <laughs> for 40 straight minutes. And he'll do it too. And he never loses his voice. It's very frustrating. Yeah, I don't lose my voice. It's for I'm a I'm a grown ass man, Shelby. He's, he's screaming with his diaphragm. He's doing it's the proper. How sick! Like you turn on ESPN and all of a sudden you're just wildcatauthority.com. <laughs> I'd be kicked out, but it, like you, you could know. also do your new your new saying for Pac-12. Yeah. What is it again? Bear down, wake up. Bear down, wake up. Because that's a 9 p.m. game, also. I didn't mention or I wanted to know about how did the moderate jogging go tonight. I'm assuming that's what contributed. Colorado's yeah, so loss. Colorado uh, could not keep up with Arizona. Right. They tried. I don't know why teams try to run with Arizona. It's stupid, but go for it. But when you're not a running team and you're trying to run, it's like me challenging Usain Bolt to a race. I'm not beating him. It's stupid. <laughs> so why am I even going to try? He is retired now, though. You might have a chance, right? No. You could no. literally tie both his legs, and he'd probably still beat me. He could crawl to the finish yeah. line. He could just beat you. Yeah, thanks, so. Aw, babe. I'm going to go to bed now. Well, you're the one that brought just up that kidding. story, not me. I'm actually not going to bed. I still have to write. Jason later. came home. We ate a taco, and then we did the podcast. So now he has to sit down for hours to write, and I'm going to bed with the dogs because I actually work in the morning. I might just pull an all-nighter. Probably not. Probably Arizona not. basketball. This is our life. Too exciting to sleep. Ooh, that's another good one. Ooh, too exciting to sleep. That's another good one. I, I, it's tough going to bed these days. Jed Fish might get a commitment at any minute. That's true. So. He's like also grind-o-clocking all the time. Yeah, grind-o-clock. That's me. All right. All right, well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, bear down. If you're awake right now when I put this up, I appreciate it. If not, then the first thing that you should hear when you wake up is not the voice of your husband or wife. It's the voice of me. And Shelby. The docile tones. <laughs> the you docile. Say docile. All right, on that note. No, it's dulcet. <laughs> and yeah. really quick note, speaking of dulcet, shout out to my friend Gabe from choir all those years ago because I know he's a huge Arizona and Jason fan. And since we're talking about dulcet tones as Jason giggles uncontrollably, hi Gabe, thank you for listening. We're going to go now. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Bear down. Good night.